Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports, and you like our Facebook page, at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk show, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out uh, for sure. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go for any of your tickets. Preds, winners of two in a row. They play Saturday night in Nashville against Vegas. You can save money on your Preds tickets for tomorrow night's game with zero hidden fees plus promo code AZ10 for an extra $10 off. Also, you get free food and drink before the game with TennesseeTickets.com on Saturday night home games. So that's where to go for your any of your tickets, concerts included. RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There are alternatives to selling your home when you move. Renting your home out to other does two things for you. You create an extra cash flow for you and your family. Also, continue to build equity in that home that you already own. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. And man, do the Pulse of Fitness one 15-minute workout simulates five-plus hours in the weight room because of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. Zach, down one more percent body fat. I've lost over 8% body fat since July because of what Mandu has showed me about my body and about fitness. Uh, your first workout is free at Mandu.com. So, Zach, um, uh, let's see. Where to start? Yesterday, around what, like 9.30 in the morning uh, is when the first thing trickled in about Tom Brady and Giselle? Yeah, and and let's full disclosure on this. This is officially, and the Super Bowl hasn't even started, but this is the NFL offseason already started. And this is why the NFL rules the world and it is so profitable and it's so successful and why it will still be the most popular sport in America in 50 years. It's because it never stops. And yesterday, as things started to swirl, look, I got a text message at 9.30 a.m. yesterday morning about this rumor by, by a person that is close to Montgomery Bell Academy, the high school and middle school, as you referenced, all boys school, the, the brother or sister school to Harpeth Hall, if you know anything about the landscape of Nashville Private schools, which I don't. Yeah, oh, you're kind of out of the no, loop. No, I, on I this know. One. I know things you know, about so, look, other look, local. Look, it, NBA it, is it, outside of my yeah. private school yeah. uh, realm. Realm, I get that. Yeah, but so I started talking to a couple of people because the rumor was, and let's disclose what the rumor actually was. It all originated that I heard, and I think a lot of other people heard that Giselle was in town in Nashville touring MBA with uh, a group of people and uh, one of the wives of somebody else, as we heard, saw Giselle and they were trying to keep it under wraps and probably, look, I, I haven't been in high school in a long, long time. I'm sure that the boys of MBA were talking about this story yesterday. Okay, I can and we can as A to Z sports, we can confirm that this did not occur. And I have multiple sources, and we had to stack this up, multiple sources, that this is just a rumor. And this is coming from some of the higher-ups at MBA. So there are reliable sources. Now, there's holes to every source, right? Well, maybe the the higher-up, the people that are up, up top the board, I was talking to people that knew board members, all this stuff, now, maybe they're trying to cover this up, but everything that I have figured out says that this is just a rumor. It is not true, but we saw yesterday other conflicting reports that it is true. Here's my problem, and I want to do a slight timeout. Here's the problem with today's society. When you find out a rumor, people that have like built up some sort of following on social media, they'll just throw anything out. And the reason why we sat on this is because... You can't get it wrong. We take pride in this logo, and we've done this numerous times. We've broken stories before here in Nashville, but this was one that we needed to have 100% confirmation. And why? And I'll tell you why. Is because this is Super Bowl week. This, all eyes, and if Tom Brady is talking about going to Nashville or if there's tampering going on, this is a massive news story, so it has to be correct. But all of the sources that I had in and around NBA I also was told that uh, the team, the, uh, the, the Titans, had no idea about this 
and that this they had no idea that Tom Brady or Giselle, they believed that these were rumors as well. So all of that said, you have to make it 100% correct. Yesterday, a lot of rumors were swirling, but as far as I know, it did not happen. Giselle did not take a tour of NBA, and that is coming straight from the top of NBA. Yeah, but uh, you could also easily say, well, uh, because what some things we were hearing yesterday, because Zach was hearing from like eight different people. I had had two people reach out to me, independent of Zach's eight, from what I could tell about it. Obviously, things were swirling around social media, on Twitter. Other Nashville media members were hearing things as well. It wasn't just us. I heard other people talking about it, but nobody really ran with it, except from Michael Gallagher of the New York of the Nashville Post, which I, I don't, you, you can't just throw things out there on Twitter and say, "Here's what I'm hearing," without doing any fact checking whatsoever, because that's irresponsible. Because of what your title might be as a Nashville media member, you have to understand that people will take what you say as fact or as a report, and that is irresponsible by that person. So we did not do that. We did not run with it. Uh, because were we prepared to to look forward and look deeper into it? Absolutely, and we did. But everything that we heard was, I feel like I could poke holes in somebody saying that it wasn't true. Uh, it could be that the whole administration at NBA was trying to cover it up. Uh, I heard from somebody that I was talking to that there was a dinner uh, uh, Wednesday night before Thursday morning's walkthrough where Tom Brady and Giselle could have been in Nashville. But in fact, the reality is they were in Miami. And they were in Miami last night or Wednesday night, and they were in Miami on Thursday. But you could also say with as rich as they are, wheels up being the 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 uh, service that it is for rich people to fly wherever they want to go in the matter of hours. You could poke a hole in a lot of different things, but for what we know, it is not true, and it did not happen. Although it. I think NBA would be somewhere that they would look at if they were moving to Nashville. They do have uh, sons who are old enough to be going into NBA in the future. So there are some things that would line up to make it make sense. Well, uh, and we we had multiple conversations. Yesterday, we talked on the phone quite a bit. And I probably too much to the extent of this kind of overtook our day. But I never really thought that this was true. And... The reason why this is, is is tough, and I'll just take you kind of like inside trying to find a news story, even if it is trying to find a, uh, a wife touring a school for her kids, which was yesterday, is that you always get information that is bogus. We, we had somebody mention, and I got sent this, which was pretty funny, is there was even a Photoshop picture of them walking. It was really them walking into Gillette Stadium, but somebody had slapped an NBA logo on the back. That's how ridiculous this rumor got out. And this is what I struggle with is everybody's got a brother who's got a cousin that knows somebody. I mean, and you're getting them from all angles. I probably talked to eight different people, some more reliable than others, but some closely connected to NBA. And look, I went to BGA. So I have a handful of friends that are probably, you know, they're older. They don't, they're not in and around NBA of now, but they know the teachers, they know the board of directors, they know the headmaster. And that's the information that I got that this was not true, but you know, you were waiting on a picture. Somebody take a picture of her running through the hallways. The other thing that I, I was scratching my head is apparently one of the rumors was that she was going through a tour with a group of people <laughs> like Giselle Bunchen is not going to go in broad daylight and tour a high school full of boys, mind you, that pretty recognizable when All a right, supermodel. Here's, here's the question I want to ask, if, because you have to think about this. The NBA kids are from like ages 12 to Doesn't like matter. 18. Doesn't matter. Who is more recognizable today's 12 to 18-year-old boys, Tom Brady or Giselle? Well, it's obviously but, Tom Brady. That's yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's my point. I, I, don't th- I think Giselle— You don't think she's recognizable? First of all— I, Giselle real- is not as like active of a model as she used to be. Like When we were in high school and middle school, that was you're, when she was the peak of going, her career. You're going through rumors, and this is— I'm not going dri- through rumors. I'm just having crazy. a conversation. It, it drives me crazy. About, about who's more recognizable. They're, they're Tom both, Brady's more they're recognizable. Both, they're, oh, yes. That's a, that's a dumb question. That's a stupid pick one. Of course, he's more recognizable in high school. But so is Giselle Bunchen. She would plus she wouldn't take a tour of the school with a group of people. I agree. Like especially because free agency hasn't even started. 
And then, like, Tom Brady still hasn't even said anything of what he's going to do. Don't tell me it's due diligence that they're just going to look at schools. Is she going to L.A. next? Is she going to all? It was a... It was a rumor, and you have to be, and this is this is one of the reasons why we did not report anything, because you have to have all of your ducks in a row to make sure that it is not true, and there are holes in each story, but if you're wrong, you're wrong, and we have built, and we're fortunate, we've built enough of an audience, and to if something was said, that's going to be taken off. They were in Miami. I think proof is that they were in Miami. We also heard rumors that they had dinner last night uh, at, in when, Nashville. Wednesday night in Nashville with somebody that, well, right. it wasn't true. They're all rumors. And so I do think that it turned, look, Barstool Sports ran with this yesterday, which I thought, again, Barstool well, Sports is big enough that they can do whatever they want. Because Barstool has no consequences. Barstool is, it's its own brand and they don't and, care. And so just a fan brings up a very good point. I think I, I, this is what it is. It is more that people are thirsty for information yeah. than the actual rumor. They want this rumor to be true. Yes. They so desperately want Giselle to be touring. Because what does that do? It shakes up the entire NFL. Oh, yeah. The greatest quarterback of all time, his wife is going touring other schools in different cities. It, that They're thirsty, you know? And look, a lot of people in this world are thirsty. I think the NFL fan base are and, and fans in general are are thirsty. And it's not only Titans fans. It's fans all around the country that want this to be true because they are tired of the New England Patriots dominating this league. I know that they lost to the Titans this year, but still, Tom Brady in the league, he can do some damage. So this leads us and to, to kind of finalize this so we don't just keep, you know, drowning ourselves in these thirst-ridden rumors <laughs> is that what we have found out is that Giselle was not in Nashville touring Montgomery Bell Academy yesterday. Neither was Tom. In search of uh, uh, the next school for her kids. So let's put that to bed. But this also leads us to our next question, which I think is very important. And this is how I want to position it because okay. it is important of how we position it. There's really two choices for the Tennessee Titans. And these are look, look, both free agents. Would you rather have Tom Brady as your quarterback or Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback? Comment in the comment section, Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill? And this is a question just to you as a fan. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill as next year's Tennessee Titans starting quarterback? Comment on Facebook and on Periscope. But first, Austin's going to tell you about, wait, we both at different times worked out. Got a little pump yeah, in yeah, yesterday at yeah. Mandu. We both uh, did our Mandu workout yesterday. It took 15 minutes, and we both simulated five-plus hours in the weight room because Mandu is the pulse of fitness, full-body electronic muscle simulation. Guys, since July, when I started to say, I'm taking this thing seriously, I've lost 19 pounds of fat. I've lost eight over 8% of body fat since July. That's basically 1% a month body fat down. So the results can be real if you use the tools that Mandu allows you. One is just saving your time and not spending six plus hours in the weight room every week. But you can simulate that and have five, 15 minutes uh, at Mandu gets, gets you all of that. Plus the in-body analysis machine, it shows you what your body needs more of, what it needs less of, how you can achieve your goals. Because everybody has fitness goals everybody maybe it's like i want to lose 40 pounds or whatever it might be you can do that man you can help you maybe it's just i want to shave off like that last five to ten pounds of fat man you can help you there too mandu.com your first workout is free just go try it. Your first workout is free. You're going to be sore. That two-day soreness is is real. Mandu.com is where to go. AZ Sports, we're powered by TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10. Do you want Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill as the Titans' starting quarterback next year? A ton of comments rolling in. A lot. Some people saying no-brainer. It's got to be Brady. Brian and uh, Ronald sit there and say it's Ryan Tannehill. Lane says, no, Brady. Brady won't fit the scheme from Alex. Kyle says, his heart says Tannehill, but mine says Brady. I would probably flip it. That my mind says Tannehill, but the heart probably is where Tom Brady gets pulled into. Monsoon says, Tannehill, baby. TB won't come to the Titans without Henry. Henry is the big piece. 
And, and Derrick Henry talked a lot yesterday down in Miami. He even had a quote that we also have up on our social media feeds, also at our website, uh, that he wants to be a Titan for the rest of his career. So I, I think Derrick Henry will probably be back with the Titans for at least 2020. But So what are some more comments saying? Well, they're that? saying that the sample size, and that, that's a big thing is small sample size from Ryan Tannehill, large sample size from Tom Brady, and a very good sample size at that. Uh, this is, I think, is a very tough question because are you setting yourself up for the foreseeable future with maybe Ryan Tannehill, 31, 32 years old? You can get some good years out of him, maybe groom a young quarterback. Maybe that's the plan. You don't have to pay him a buku of money like you probably would Tom on a one- to two-year deal. Or do you want the greatest quarterback of all time really late in his career, post-40s, coming off of a season where he had probably one of his worst seasons in recent years, and he got bounced in the wild card round, yeah. which usually doesn't happen. Now, that's attributed to his team because it's right, a team yeah, sport. Yeah, I think it's, it's the worst offensive roster the Patriots have had in a lot of time. Um, and Monson says this is a good good poll question. And we've, we've talked about this some, especially after uh, what Stephen A. Smith said it on uh, national TV right after the AFC ch- title game. I honestly feel like Ryan Tannehill is the best option for the Titans quarterback situation moving forward. But for me, Tom Brady would would change. I think Tom Brady changes the franchise and how the franchise is viewed way more than Ryan Tannehill does. But do you think for the long run, because Carmen agrees with you. She says, only want TB12 for market appeal to grow. So she was going exactly where you were about to go. So, like, Michael Irvin yesterday was talking about how good A.J. Brown was and Jim Wyatt got that down at the Super Bowl, and then he just trashed Ryan Tannehill for, like, 40 seconds after he propped up how good A.J. Brown was. Like, so, if if Tom Brady was a Titans quarterback, you're not going to hear those types of things from national media members, even though I think Michael Irvin's a joke uh, and obviously did not watch a lot of Ryan Tannehill this year. But I, I, I truly feel like... If Steve Underwood, like we talked about yesterday, Steve Underwood's talking about he wants Nashville to host a Super Bowl, and that's the Titans team president saying that. Signing Tom Brady, I think, gets you closer to that because of what it does market and the value with uh, the organization. It gets fan interest way up. It gets uh, revenue way up already. I think Tom Brady has a bigger, more positive impact on the franchise than Ryan Tannehill, but I honestly feel like Ryan Tannehill helps you win more games and helps. I think Tom Brady, uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill makes your playoff window continue for a longer period of time. Well, so what do you value more? Is it the quick fix of a possibility or is it building your franchise for the long term with younger players that can help you and have proven this past year that have helped you in Ryan Tannehill. Because, look, like Brett Favre, when he went to the Jets, he didn't completely change that franchise. He definitely helped the Vikings get to the NFC Championship game before throwing back across the field and getting picked off by the Saints. Like, But after that, the Vikings kind of went back to being the Vikings. They were dealing with Christian Ponder and a bunch of other crap-ass quarterbacks. So I, I feel like my answer is, is Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill fits what the Titans offense wants to be better than Tom Brady, especially with Derrick Henry. I just think having Ryan Tannehill's ability to push the ball down the field, his ability to also run on... Because like Ryan Tannehill and the Titans offense was at its best when he was moving in the pocket and outside of the pocket. Because he could beat you with his legs and pick up key first downs, but he was also really good throwing on the move, and that's where A.J. Brown was able to create most of his separation and the throwback screens work to running backs and tight ends. My answer officially, Ryan Tannehill. But man, it would be fun if Tom Brady was here. Yes, and I, I think that it would, it would have some enjoyment at the time, but the Titans have... You got to remember for Titans fans watching this show that have been with the Titans for a long, long time, for 20 years, they've gone through the bad times of Vince Young and Jake Locker. For the first time in 17 years, they went back to an AFC championship game. John Robinson, you know, just a handful of years ago, this was the worst team in the NFL. They have built this from the ground up 
through draft picks and free agency, smart free agency. They haven't gone out and got a bunch of old hats besides Cameron Wake, which we figured out how that worked out. I think that the hard part for me is I look at Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning in his situation, long longer in the tooth, right? But he gave the, the Denver Broncos four solid years. Those last two years weren't as solid as the first year, which was his career year. But I just don't think that Tom Brady's going to give you four years, four solid years at that. I think it's too big of a risk for where your franchise is now to go with the 40-plus-year-old the greatest quarterback of all time, be it. But I don't think that you can do that. I think the best scenario, honestly, and I'm not trying to get into the Derrick Henry contract situation, which I would love to, Austin. Oh, we got so much time for that. I'm excited about having those two. But I think that the smartest thing to do is to find out more about Ryan Tannehill. And whether that is giving him a three-year deal worth, I don't know, 20-plus million dollars a year because that's the going rate. I'd say 20 plus. Yeah, well, emphasize that plus. I think the 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 seal, the floor needs to be set well, about. You're not $5 real good at numbers because you wouldn't pay Derrick Henry 10 million dollars a year. But, but that was also before that's, he just well, broke around NFL that's records. Also beside on his the way point. To AFC Championship game. That's also beside like, the point. Because information you and data changes. Like we got new information, therefore Derrick Henry. Uh, in my opinion on Derrick Henry, we can have the changes. Derrick, do you want to have the Derrick Henry? No, because right we're going to do that on another day. But yeah. don't don't put me in a corner like oh, that. Oh well, you put yourself in a corner there, big guy, and you are okay. continuing Just to continue, be in that corner. Continue, continue. So for Ryan Tannehill, I think that this, maybe the smarter idea is if you want to use the franchise tag to utilize that to say you're going to pay him top five money for a year. But it go back to the the Facebooker, and I apologize because I can't remember the name because we've had a lot of comments. Is is it's all about sample size. Now, we've had a lot of sample size for Tom Brady, but he's also 40-plus. You've be really, 43 next You've year. really only had a good sample size within an efficient offense with good players and the best running back in the NFL called Derrick Henry. You've only had that for, what, less than 16 games? 13. Right? Can, can Ryan Tannehill, I need to find out some more information on him. I think he could be a great bridge to your next young franchise quarterback. And that, historically, over the last five years, is how the Tennessee Titans want to build. They don't want just some flash in the pan. You're going to have to beat Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson. Those are the three young stud quarterbacks in the AFC, the conference that you play in. You're going to have to work to beat them continuously throughout the years. I think Ryan Tannehill fits that mold a lot better than Tom Brady for the foreseeable future. Uh, yeah, Yuri says the disrespect for Tannehill is crazy. He helped the Titans to the AFC Championship game, and people want him out for a 43-year-old Brady. He says maybe five years ago, yes, but now, no. Are you? I think the scary part is the Titans have been here before with Randy Moss. Randy Moss, that, now, that was different because he had gotten cut. Like, he got... Cut twice by the Patriots, then the Vikings, and then but he you're, signed with you're the not getting Tom Brady at the best level of Tom Brady. Tom Brady was still productive last year, like his like yes, he was still very productive, still over four thousand yards. Now it took him a lot more passes to get there compared to Ryan Tannehill and his production. But I, I can he do that in a brand new situation, a brand new offense, a well, brand new coordinator, does, a brand new coach? Does everybody think and agree that the Titans have better weapons than the Patriots? Yes. Do they have a better offensive line than the Patriots? I mean, I, I think it's pretty comparable. I think the Titans' offensive line played so much better uh, last year towards the end than they did and then how they started. And I think Tom Brady would be able to be productive uh, with the Titans, more productive than he was this year. It's just how does that jive with the long term? Because you mentioned this earlier in the week. The Titans' playoff window started uh, when they made the playoffs a couple of years ago. The playoff window is still open. And they're about to have to pay a quarterback a lot of money on a yearly basis where that hurts their spending elsewhere. And so the playoff window, maybe they're right there in the middle of it, but you know it's, it can close pretty quickly based on the salary cap situation. Or it can stay open like it has for the Packers, the Patriots, the Steelers, those type teams. It can uh, The Seahawks, it can stay open if you set yourself up for success through your general manager moves. And John Robinson, I think he's earned 
everybody's trust in Nashville that is a Titans fan or cheers for the team because of what he's been able to do. From zero to AFC Championship game appearance in a handful of years, that's pretty damn impressive, especially having to get rid of your franchise quarterback, Marcus Mariota, number two overall pick, and finding another guy. I just think you have to look longer term than Tom Brady, 40-plus, coming into a, a whole new situation. And I, I think that I bring up this point. It's been very unique. It's actually never happened in the history of the league of a quarterback-coach duo having as much success as Brady and Belichick, and then all of a sudden, one leaves to another team and has the same amount of success. And here's why I say that. They have to have the same amount of success because the expectation for this Tennessee Titans football team now mm. is AFC Championship, Divisional bye. then you've got to go to a Super Bowl. You now have to start climbing the higher rungs of that ladder. Yeah. It's not just about making the playoffs. I Totally. Uh, completely agree. I want to read some more comments. Roger says, at this point, Brady's a bigger risk than Tannehill. Look at the history of 40-plus-year quarterbacks in the NFL. And, and that's the thing. is like Peyton Manning hit a wall. Pow! Just smacked right into a wall. Because in Denver, in 2014, threw 39 touchdowns. Then the next year, he threw nine touchdowns. Just immediately smacked into a wall and couldn't do it anymore. Tom Brady was still productive last year. <clears throat> because he still had his same coach. Right. But I also feel like, <laughs> and their defense was playing at an all-time high. The best defense but in physically, the league. Fit, I'm talking like Tom Brady, like physically. What is he individually like as an athlete still? Because Peyton Manning as an athlete hit a wall. Because he had the same coaching staff. He had the same players around him on offense. The Broncos had a, a, an all-time great defense when they won that Super Bowl. But Peyton Manning physically hit a wall. Right? Like this past year, Tom Brady physically was fine. And Kyle, you're right. Manning had a serious neck injury, but he threw 55 touchdown passes two years after the neck injury. Now, maybe his sustainability of that neck injury was it was why he dropped off, but he definitely dropped off. I, will Tom Brady hit a wall? At some point, yeah. Is it 2020? Is it 2021? Odds are, I think it's more likely that it's 2021 when he hits a physical wall. So I think you can get a really good year out of Tom Brady in 2020. But is that one really good year that I can guarantee now better than Ryan Tannehill building on this for the next three to four years? Right. I vote Tannehill. Well, so and I think you agree with well, me. What, what about this scenario? All right. And let's go. I, I do agree with you. I, I'm probably more Tannehill than Brady. But let's look at... Let's look at this in the other the, the other side. Let's say you try to go after Tom Brady. So you can't sign both. Tannehill's gone. He's to a new team. You sign Tom Brady to probably a two-year contract. That's probably what you're going to do. Yeah. Because after two years, you're going to reassess. Now, during that time, the main, I think, priorities going into this offseason, the Titans have to find a pass rusher. They have to. It is a requirement if they want to get over the hump and corral those three quarterbacks that I named in the AFC. They've got to get pressure on the opposing quarterback. So that's a priority. They got a couple guys to resign, including Derrick Henry. But maybe you draft. This is a pretty, pretty deep quarterback class this yeah. year. Do you go out and get Tom Brady, and then you draft a first or a second round quarterback? to then learn behind Tom Brady for two years to say that's going to be the long-term goal instead of Tannehill, he's going to play for the foreseeable future and find it out. Um, I say if, if Tom Brady is signed by the Titans, then yes, that would make a lot first of sense. First round, second round quarterback. Well, you, you think first round, I think, makes the most sense because you get the fifth-year option, and that gives you three years post-Tom with that rookie contract. You're also picking 29th in the draft. So you're either going to have to give up some draft capital to move up to get a guy that you've targeted, or, or you you're going to have to somebody, take a chance. Yeah, and take, taking a chance can work out. It can work out in the form of Lamar Jackson, yeah, exactly. or it can work out in the, the form of a, a second-round quarterback that, that kind of dwindles. Right, sure. So I think that makes sense. But I think even if, if Ryan Tannehill's the quarterback, and it's, let's say, just for conversation's sake, Ryan Tannehill signs a three- or four-year deal with the Tennessee Titans. I still think the Titans are drafting a quarterback, now, they're not going to draft the quarterback in the first round, 
But in the second round at 61 overall, like 61 overall in the, in the NFL draft, I'm I'm cool with taking the right quarterback there. Like, is well, it, the hard part of, uh, of that scenario, Austin, and you actually, I'll, I don't usually give you a lot of credit, but I'll give you credit you should, on this one. Yeah. The Lamar Jackson draft, how many quarterbacks were drafted in the five. first? Five. That, that, that trend is now starting to happen. And that's the reason why five quarterbacks, because it's a very deep quarterback-heavy draft. We're coming into that. I don't know how many quarterbacks are going to be available that are worth a damn. There's, there's a lot. At 61. At 61, is, you're talking Jalen Hurts. Like, that's the kind of territory you're sitting uh, in. I think Jalen Hurts just, is going to be off the board then. Maybe. I mean, look. This no, is, no. He's going to be off well, the board. He me, will let me, not well, let me survive what, to 61. Let me finish what I was saying. Is that we're very early in the draft process. Hell, we just got done with the Senior I'll, Bowl. The Combine is I'll still coming. Uh, pro uh, days are still coming. I'll call this. Yeah, that Jalen Hurts is going to be way gone before 61. Yeah. So you want to take that one back? I just, dude, I was just saying. Yeah, but, well, we're having a I was just saying that's kind of who you're talking about. No, you're not talking about Jalen Hurts because he's not going to be there at 61. So we can establish that right now, or we. But you're going to go like you're taking this too serious. You're taking well, like you're we're taking, having a conversation. I know yes, I'm, I'm taking it literally of what you said. Well, I'm saying that's kind of who you're talking about. You can't just about. joke around. No, you're I'm not, not talking, joking around. You're not talking like, about Jalen Hurts. Because he's not going to be there at 61. You're talking about the lower echelon of this deep quarterback class. It, look, it has depth. It has a lot of guys. But guys like Jalen Hurts ain't going to be there. And Robert Foster says Jordan Love may make it to 61. I'll tell you this. Jordan Love will also not make it to 61. Yes, so, the, the odds are, Zach, well, like don't right. uh, We're having the conversation. I'm just, I'm just having a casual conversation. No, this is not casual. <laughs> we're doing a show. Like, look, if it was casual, I'd have my feet propped back and I'd just be kind of, okay. I'd be you know, right. talking Damon like this. Damon says and, he'd be you know, so pissed that the Titans waste a pick on a quarterback at 29 or 61. Uh, look, I, I agree that Jalen Hurts will most likely be gone by 61. Okay, so we, let's move on my from God. that. That's, well, th- it's important. Okay. You said that. You said that. We, nobody like, else said that. You're trying to bury me for it. Like, give me a break. Like, well, it, was a ter- it wasn't right. I wasn't, like, saying that, like, Jalen Hurts is 61 is the pick. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's kind of the conversation you're having. But it's not the conversation if that player is not there. I We can move Obviously, on. Obviously. Like, yes, like that's Well, fun. he's not going to be there, so okay. let's move on. So I think the second round is the highest I would take a quarterback if if Ryan Tannehill is signs a three- to four-year deal. Zach's a romper bet if Jalen's there No, th- that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm not dying by this. Like, you guys are making more out of this than, you, than what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it's a joke. I, mean, get, I, I know that. But, but you're like, talking you're, about, like, Jake brings up, it's the Jacob Eastings of the world, maybe. Like, those, those, those lower tiers that did not have a great year for their respected college football team, that's what you're going to fall to. So, so what situation do you want to be in? And I think that the risk, the risk with Tom Brady is that wall will be hit. Yeah. And we don't know when it's going to be, but you don't want that wall to be hit while he's playing for your team, right? Correct. And, and Tannehill, I, I just think that the smartest way to go about this is the franchise tag on Tannehill to make him prove it's kind of like the Kirk Cousins situation, right? They didn't really feel that Kirk Cousins could be the guy, so they franchise tagged him twice. They prioritized other guys, like you would prioritize Derrick Henry over Tannehill this year. Give him a year, draft a quarterback or something, or go out and find that. And they've got a good rapport. Arthur Smith and Ryan Tannehill have proven within 13 games, their relationship, they can run an offense pretty damn well. Now, it's with Derrick Henry running for 150-plus yards, which... It's hard to emulate. Well, every he did it for the first time in NFL history. One, one, the three straight one eighty games. Right. So I, I, I don't know. I don't put all of your eggs in the Tom Brady basket, and then put all of your eggs in a young quarterback that you're kind of forced to draft. I just I prioritize. I prioritize pass rusher number one for this football team right now. All right. It's the single reason why they lost the AFC Championship game. They had to play back-end coverage because Dean Pease knew he couldn't get to Patrick Mahomes because he didn't have the horses to get there. Those are the facts. You can watch the game. So that's the puzzle you have to figure out first, and then you kind of ride with what you know with Ryan Tannehill. All right, so can you humor me for a second for some quick shade? Like It'll be quick shade, then I'll talk about Super Bowl storylines, and i got prop bets for you guys. Quick shade. Very quick. So this is the time of year where we're talking Titans and you guys are listing out names of players from other teams and colleges and stuff. If you can't get the name of the player correct, 
then don't throw them out there because that means you have no idea what you're talking about. As Dwayne says, Tyson Hill is available too as a free agent. If you don't know his name is Taysom Hill, then don't say him as a potential target well, could, for the Tennessee Titans. It also could be a, a mistype. We've all, look, we've all gotten eaten by that monster. Tyson and Taysom, while they sound it's correct. It's like an LOL. You're, I know, you're no. not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Well, no, no, because no. when it's Dwayne who consistently Dwayne, misses. I'm out on this. But Dwayne, I do not throw shade at Dwayne. Dwayne consistently messes up no, names. No, I do not throw shade at Dwayne. If, if Dwayne would have said, like, Gerard Hill and he was talking about Taysom, yeah. Dwayne, go jump in a lake. But he was so close. He was one letter away. One letter? Taysom and Tyson? Uh, uh, Two letters. Whatever. I mean, he was close. He got the T. Like, I I don't think that He got the T and the S. That's about it. I think he got autocorrected because Taysom is not one of those names that is abundant in this world. So, Dwayne... I will throw shade on Austin for throwing shade on you. That's an LOL thing. Okay. Like, uh, that, that, that's an LOL all thing. Right, all that's right. two times in three weeks that you've called out a, a loyal follower that has, I think, you need to give the benefit of the doubt. Now, if it was like just Jake Green, who's a first-time caller, long-time listener, that's a different story. Okay. But Dwayne's here in and out. Look, 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 He's no, putting I in the know work. Dwayne. Dwayne was in our fantasy league. Me and Dwayne like to, like to take shots at each other. Well, Tyson like, Chicken over here. <laughs> All right, A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Uh, we still got Ain't That Good News. I think they should sign Wayne Brady in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Brady. <laughs> Let's make a deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prop bets. I got three prop bets for you guys, but I also have uh, the number one storyline in the Super Bowl that I that I want to see if Zach, how Zach feels about this. Here's the, here's the side note on the Wayne Brady thing. You had the, the more you hang around. I was with my grandmother. Uh, you 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 hang around older people. You tend to find yourself watching The Price Is Right and Let's Make a Deal. Yeah, like things and, that come on at ten and eleven a.m. And I've seen a good number of episodes over the last week being hanging around. Now it was a great time, but that's why I made that Wayne Brady reference. And I will say, those are not bad shows. Like they're pretty entertaining. They're, like they're old people shows, whatever you want to say, whatever. But they're pretty good shows. <laughs> Give that a try if you have time. Now, Zach, people uh, got to work. Big game show guy, uh, middays. I do like game shows. You I watch, don't watch you, a do, lot do you, of them. You have you watch that because your stories come on at noon, right? You got to make sure you're watching all your stories. Well, yeah. I mean, look, uh, the, the young and the restless. I never. I tape every day. You know. Yeah. All right. A to Z Sports. The number one storyline between Chiefs and 49ers. Do you agree with me? But first, Zach is going to tell you where you should guys save some money on some tickets. Yes, and I'm curious about this biggest storyline because I can already probably say that I'm going to disagree. So get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. You can buy popcorn at a Nashville concert or the Preds game if you use TennesseeTickets.com. Promo code AZ10 saves you $10 off at checkout. If you go look at the other guys like Ticketmaster and StubHub, they are going to fee you out the wazoo. When you check out, that $100 ticket all of a sudden turned into a $167 ticket. And you didn't do anything. That doesn't happen at TennesseeTickets.com. No hidden fees. Plus, you're going to save $10 AZ10 at checkout. Uh, Rob says he just doesn't agree with my storyline. So, uh, Zach, this morning before the show, was like, there's nothing like riveting about this Super Bowl. And obviously, the first part of this week, and still a lot of this week, is about Kobe Bryant. We're just kind of... Uh, delayed and changed the attitude about what Super Bowl week typically is. And in the past, there have been huge, huge storylines leading up to the Super Bowl. Like you brought up the deer antler spray with Ray Lewis. Now that was back in like 2012, so it's been a bit since that happened. But there, and you possibly could have killed a man. Yeah, and that was even like 15 years before that. But uh, you really don't think there's a huge storyline in this year's Super Bowl? No, because nothing has been said. If you look at the – and look, uh, we we wish the Titans would have made the Super Bowl so we would have been in Miami getting all these storylines. And there would have been more storylines because we had guys on the ground collecting that data. But nobody said anything. Nobody has – like you don't have – even when Tom Brady – look, Tom Brady a couple years ago, the storyline, it was probably – it's one of the greatest – Greatest videos, I would even say of all time, when the Sports Illustrated for Kids guy, at Trent Dilfer, 
gets him to ask Tom Brady a question is who's your hero? His hero is his dad. I mean, that that's cryworthy. There's nothing like George Kittle hasn't done anything crazy. Nick Bosa's been quiet. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. Jimmy G hasn't been taking porn stars out on a date this week. Patrick Mahomes, he hasn't said a damn word. Travis Kelsey, he's just been kind of flying under the radar. Tyreek Hill did an impersonation of Patrick Mahomes once, and it wasn't even that good. He didn't, he didn't, you know, elaborate right. on that. There's just no storylines this week. So, I want some juice. So baby. I think I think this is a going to be an amazing football game. I think it's a great football inside football. I agree with game, that. Right? I agree with that. But that doesn't really dictate storylines prior to that game. Sure. And while I agree with you, there's not like this one overwhelming dramatic storyline. There's not there. There's not one there this week. It's more like football guys loving the storyline. But in my opinion, the biggest storyline of this Super Bowl is is this the beginning of Patrick Mahomes' reign? Can if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs win Sunday, now we're talking how many rings Will Patrick Mahomes win? I did. Is I disagree this, already. Is this the beginning of Patrick Mahomes' reign? And look, it's not. I, I understand that, that doesn't happen. Here's where I think you're wrong. That doesn't happen before the Super Bowl. That happens after the Super Bowl. That's where you got this misconstrued. Well, you're, you're a, nitpicking my story. I, I no, think, no. Th- that's like big. That's big. That's not nitpicking. That is something that happens prior to the game and after the game. So, so in your opinion, what's what, understanding that there's not like the big overwhelming one? What's the biggest one in your mind? Kobe Bryant. You already said. Okay. It. Well, uh, no, no, no. It is. Yeah. I mean, and I right. Like that's the number one story and, on, on and, Super Bowl and, and Radio you know Row. But and J Lo and Shakira are going to do a tribute to Kobe at halftime to solidify that even more. This is this, and and it is because Kobe is bigger than everybody. Like, he just is because, and we've talked about it at length this week, and it's a sad story. I mean, I'll be honest. I cried Tuesday night watching Inside the NBA. I, I was bawling my eyes out, and I don't know why. It, it Because this is such a riveting, terrible accident, whatever you want to call it, but Kobe is the, people are still talking about it. Yes. That's the biggest storyline because the Super Bowl hasn't yielded anything. It just hasn't. And I think your storyline is a big storyline. I just think it's post-Super Bowl. Because, like, that's a what-if, what-if. Once it happens, now you start saying, wow, back-to-back AFC championship appearances, one Super Bowl, MVP, and the guy's only been in the league three years. Well, and, and Holy, you, you know what? And you think about, like, he's only this is only his second year starting, and he's been in two AFC t- title games. They should have won last year in the AFC championship game D4. if D4 would have lined up onside, which is the easiest thing to do in the game of football playing defense. Like, the easiest thing to do is to not line up offsides. Well, the Chiefs did And the that, guy lined up offside. The Chiefs did that a ton against the Titans. Well, no, they actually. jumped offsides a lot against the Titans. They didn't, like, line up offsides. Like, that's the thing that just drives me. Now, ironically, ironically, D Ford playing for the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday against his Chiefs that kept and he kept him out of the Super Bowl last year. So I I, I think the biggest storyline is this can be the beginning of Patrick Mahomes' reign where you have Tom Brady won his sixth last year. Tom Brady gets bounced as er- earlier than he's been in the playoffs in like a decade plus in the wild card round. Now this is Patrick Mahomes' time to take over the entire NFL and become the face of the NFL. I mean, I, look, you're pretty connected to the sports world as far as social media because of what we do. Have you even seen a Patrick Mahomes video all week? Like, I haven't even heard the guy talk. Have you? I'm asking. No, and you I, haven't heard. So, so that's why. But it's not this about is not the biggest story. But it's no longer about the players talking about things because players now don't say anything. No player says anything worth a damn well, because all of their people in their ear says, "Shh, don't but, say but it." But look, last year there was a storyline. Look, the year before that, the Philadelphia Eagles, those underdogs, Kelsey the center. I mean, there was a ton of uh, Nick Foles. That was just, that was. That was big. Then last year, Sean McVay, hot new coach. Uh, how has he done this in such a young amount of time, a short amount of time? Like all of the, that was Zach, a storyline. Zach, I agree with you that there's not this overwhelming storyline. There's story not line. any. But, but well, there are storylines. Like there are storylines. They're not just, worth anything. Zach, they're just not as big as you want them to be. And, and look, that's, they're just not big. But, but there's still of, even if they're all tiny storylines, there's still one that's bigger than all the other tiny ones. So that therefore the biggest storyline is I think the beginning of Patrick Mahomes reign on the NFL. Now, 
it's it's minuscule when you're comparing it to past Super Bowl biggest storylines. I think we're agreeing well, and, on this. And Andrea, I think, has this. And maybe we set ourselves up for this because you said that this is the biggest storyline. But this is a forced narrative. But it's the biggest storyline for this Super Bowl. But it's forced. Okay. Then that's... Then where that's I agree it's tiny when you compare it to past biggest storylines of the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. The biggest storyline this week has been... Barstool Sports being evaluated at like four hundred well, million. Well, no, the biggest storyline has been Kobe Bryant, like you already said, like that Kobe Bryant in the helicopter named, crash is and, bigger and, and the the coronavirus. Those three storylines are bigger than anything that has to do with the actual Super Bowl. That, and I think that lies the problem. Yeah, we both and, agree. And with usually this. that doesn't happen. We both agree with this. All right, A to Z Sports. I do have three prop bets for the Super Bowl that are worth spending your money on. You ready for this? So I think you're going to win money because I truly believe like all three of these are, are going to happen. Are you putting money on it? Oh uh, yeah, I will put, I've already done one of the other three. Uh, I've so already I, put I, Are you putting big cash? No, dude, shut up. Like you know I'm not going to put big cash on What's this. You, every it's the, every it's the biggest game of the year. I, it doesn't matter. That's just irresponsible. Well, well, no, it's the last game of the year. Pony up and it's like, "Hey, let's no, ride." I'm not going to just throw all my uh, all my bank on that I've built up over the season on this one game. But, but this That's is the not Super being, Bowl. No, come on. You you always ask me this. Uh, and I'm, no, I'm going to bet responsibly, but here are three Super Bowl prop bets that I think you will win money on. But first, let me tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com. Uh, here's how to build long-term wealth. Like You're not going to do it being sports gambler, but long-term wealth by renting out your property because there are alternatives to selling your home, uh, and that RentersWarehouse.com can show you how much your home can rent for. So you can do two things uh, by renting out your home after you move. Uh, that is build equity in your home that you currently own, and you created a second cash flow for you and your family. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. Renterswarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. Promo code AZ10. Check out. That saves you $10 off. All right. A to Z Sports. Yes, I am going to put money on all of these prop bets. Big money. Big not, money. Not, big money. I mean, big money. I'm not going to do that. Like, you're just you're making a mockery. Well, no, it's this. not a mockery. I, I would like for you to up the ante. Well, and you know what? I'll say this. I put my money where my mouth is. If I like one of these three prop bets, I will, if you want to, because I don't bet, and maybe you're taking me out of character, but I'll put $100. If that, is, are you going to bet $100 on any of these bets? No. Is that big money to you? Well, yes, because like I'm not. I'm, That's I'm, fine. I will put big money, $100, on one of these bets. Deal? I, look, if, I'll play. You, if you like it. Uh, it if I like it, right? Yeah. Then we'll pull the people. If 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 one is like I like this bet better than the other bet, I'll I'll do it. Like I'm doing this for entertainment purposes. As am for, I. Yeah. I don't bet. Well, I, I know that. Entertainment, but like baby. I've I've grown. I started this season with fifty bucks, and I'm up to three hundred dollars. That's a pretty good growth in one year when you started with fifty dollars. So slow and steady wins the race. I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to get addicted here. I'm not trying to sit over here and be like, I lost all my money, got to put more in. I'm not. I'm not doing that. But three Super Bowl prop bets that I do like. The first one, not the best odds, but I think it's the best chance of actually hitting because it's the simplest. It's Raheem Mostert any touchdown scored, anytime touchdown. Raheem Ooh, Mostert. They got a lot of other running backs, though. But Tevin Coleman's bank has. He's also banged. had a four touchdown game before. Yeah, like two months ago. I know I had him but, on my fantasy. But Tevin team. Coleman had, did what? Yeah, Raheem Mostert had four touchdowns but two weeks ago. That's how they work. Is they I, they I, run with the hot. But hand. we're talking like any time touchdown, one touchdown, Raheem Mostert, because Tevin Coleman has been injured. He has not played a lot. His over-under for touches is six and a half, I think, for uh, Devin Coleman. Raheem Mostert will be the primary running back for the 49ers. What are the odds? Minus 140 for yes. Any touchdown, Raheem Mostert. It could be rushing, receiving, first half, second half, whatever. Any any time, Raheem Mostert touchdown minus 140, which means you have to put up 140 to win 100. So that's the one I've actually put money on this morning. So I don't hate it. I don't love it. Bobby so. says bad bet. And Damon says that's a good bet. What are the odds? Minus 140 for any Raheem Mostert touchdown. And that, that, Again, I, I don't hate it because he has had the hot hand over the last several weeks, and that's usually what Kyle Shanahan rides. Right. So he calls here, his own play. So that's the only one that I have that is a San Francisco 49ers bet. Okay. Now I've got two... Um, Chiefs bets that are both dealing with Patrick Mahomes. Here's the next one. This is the next, uh, this is pretty solid odds. 
Patrick Mahomes, three-plus touchdowns, not passing, just three-plus touchdowns, and one-plus Tyreek Hill touchdown. What are the odds on this? Plus 110. So you put up 100 to win 110. I don't like that. That's too many. There's too many. Three touchdowns from Mahomes. I like the first one better than the second one. Three total touchdowns from Mahomes and just one touchdown for Tyreek Hill? I know, but Tyreek Hill could go to Travis Kelsey. Remember in in their divisional game against the – uh, the Houston Texans, it was all Travis Kelsey. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like the I like Moster better than the, the second one. Yeah, that's just a lot the of odds, The odds tell you that. Yeah. But three touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes is no big deal. Uh, I mean, how many times has he not? That, that's what I would look at is how many times in the last five to six weeks has he not thrown three touchdowns? Can you look that uh, up? I'm looking up. Well, I, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned how Travis Kelsey had a big day. Uh, he had five touchdowns, and Tyreek Hill had zero touchdowns in that game. How many did Travis Kelsey have? Three touchdowns. So you lose the bet if that's the scenario. Well, yeah, but like last, like against the Titans, you win. No, I, I because Mahomes had three touchdowns. He actually had four total, and Tyreek Hill had one. So you win that one, but you lose the one before. So it's it's close to fifty fifty. But I, I like it compared to now. I'm comparing it to the entire board that I've looked at, and three touchdowns. And this is the one thing. I think this will decide the Super Bowl, and this is the matchup. It is the defensive front for the San Francisco 49ers versus the ability of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has not faced anything like this. He just hasn't. J.J. Watt was not at 100% when he was playing, a talented player, but he's never gone up against the young stud Nick Bosa and that defensive front. That would be my worry or concern for him putting up those type numbers. Because once you get rattled... Now those three touchdowns become a little bit longer, and you got to be have one to Tyreek Hill. I, I still, I still think one. I still think one touchdown to Tyreek Hill and three Patrick Mahomes total touchdowns. I thought the odds would be different. I thought it would be plus one. To, no, it's yeah. the Super Bowl. So there's so many things on the board that it, it's hard to really to go for this. All right, so I'm not in love with the first two. Hopefully, you said you like the first one, I, but in love with okay, right? That I'm very poignant of how I how I bet because I don't. Bet. Now, now Bobby said, wait, so you. For the Raheem Mostert, you pay 140 to get 100. How is that smart? Because the Raheem Mostert minus 140, it's a touchdown. It's, a touchdown. it's a simple, he just scores a touchdown at any time, any way, and you win that bet. That's why the odds are not as good, but it has a higher likeliness of happening. So yeah, you got to worry about in that situation the George Kittle the Emmanuel Sanders, and Debo Samuel. Those are the three that could take those away from Mustard. Right. So the third one I have, and this is dealing with Patrick Mahomes' yards and touchdown passes. It's Patrick Mahomes, 325-plus passing yards and two-plus passing touchdowns. That's it. At least 325 yards and at least two passing touchdowns. That's plus 125. So you put up 100 to win 125. I think that one's probably making you think more. Because well, it's it's just two passing actually, touchdowns. Actually, you know what I was thinking about? What? I was thinking about what color the Gatorade is going to be, and I'd probably take red. But, I, look, I, I think that I'm trying... I'm not in love with any of these three bets. Again, because they're bets. It's gambling. Like, well, it, nothing's a guarantee. Like, but... Again, well, no, guarantee is putting up $5 million to win $100,000 on Lamar Jackson winning the MVP. Sure, and I haven't been able to find that on Bavada because it's loaded <laughs> with the all these five things. Million. No, well, like, they wouldn't take them. No, but some other things that I'm talking about is like Raheem Mostert, 100 rushing yards and one touchdown. That's plus 155. So, you know, then you have Travis Kelsey, 100 rushing yards and one touchdown. That's plus 185. So, so repeat that last bet. The last one? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, 325 at least 325 passing yards and at least two passing touchdowns. That's plus 125. So that you get the most out of that one. Mm-hmm. I think that one's easier than three touchdowns and one touchdown for Hill. Yeah, I, I would rather give up the 140 to win 100 for the Mostert because the probability of him scoring is pretty high. But that's why it has your worst odds because it's minus 140. So now, look, now I'm playing bigger money, right? Now I'm putting up 140 just to get 100. Bobby says the yardage feels too high for me on that one to feel I know. The, the, that's the, Now I'm counting yards. And the reason why I probably wouldn't saddle up with the Patrick Mahomes is because that's the biggest matchup, as I mentioned. And I, I'm, I would be... 
I would be worried about that defensive front for the 49ers because they they gave Aaron Rodgers fits. Just a fan. <clears throat> God damn. Justin Fan says, so these are all over 100. You said you weren't spending 100 on no, no, no. I'm just, these are the rates. It's like, it's for simple math. I'm telling you what the odds are. So for the simple math reason example. is if I'm betting Raheem Mostert to score any touchdown that I, in order to win $100, I have to place $140. Does it make sense? In order to win $100, I have to place $140. That's just how odds work for simple math purposes. All right. Now you, whatever you put up, it, it calculates what you would win. So before we get to maybe talking more about that bet that I may take, who do you think is going to win the football game? I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Uh, the Chiefs are right now on Bovada. Uh, are minus one and a half. That's that's the that's the current spread that I've latest seen. I think the Chiefs win this game. Um, the over under is fifty four and a half. But you know, I'm I'm likely to bet a little bit on Chiefs minus one and a half. I would buy that down to uh, to the money line to take the Chiefs. Because what is one and a half? I I, I think the Chiefs. I agree. The money line's worse odds. I, I think yes, I understand that, but. I do you want some alternative lines? I think the Chiefs are going to win. I'd rather kind of bet on the game than bet on these <clears> prop <throat> bets. I, w- I thought you were going to have so you went you went football prop bets. I thought you were going to have like how long is Shakira going to oh, shake? Well, those her are up. stupid. Like no, no, those are actually but, fun. Yeah, but those those are, the, those are the prop bets. Right, like yeah, when no, you think of prop bets, I don't think of. Most are well, running for a touchdown. Like, those are, like, like, like the thing like, is, like with that, is like is you have, J-Lo uh, going to be wearing a ponytail? But you have no information on that to make it a, an educated Like That's You the have best no part. idea what color Gatorade's going to be. That's the best part, right? Uh, right. That That's the prop of it. Like, it's not the, the, the Stone Cold bet. So, again, maybe that was a mis, misunderstanding on that. I said I would give you three bets that I think you have a chance of winning. I think the, I think the most are anytime touchdown, Mahomes three Three total touchdowns and Tyreek Hill one touchdown. I think that's that's a good bet. And Mahomes three twenty five passing yards and at least two touchdown passes. I think that's a good bet too. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna bet on those three bets. I was I was looking more towards a little bit of uh, I don't know nuance with that. I understand that philosophy because you know more about that. Yeah, than- I can make an, an educated decision on the football part of things. I have no idea what Gatorade is gonna a be. A lot of people are saying purple. Why purple? I mean, we've had a couple of people on Facebook. Oh, Matt say, says purple for Kobe. Oh, that makes sense. What about yellow? What, well, the, the Lakers because pro- it's more lime green. But it, it's not. It's not indicative of the actual yellow. That it's the lemon lime. Use. Yeah, it's lemon lime, but it's lime green. But the primary color for the Lakers is yellow, not purple. Well, I, primary, secondary. I may, you may be right, but purple. Uh, you're going to see an abundance of purple in the halftime show because that's. That's what you associate with the Lakers. So you think it's that, not yellow. The Preds you, I associate it's gold. Would but. you take Chiefs minus three and a half? What's the? But that's a changing of odds. Plus one twenty. So put up one twenty to win a hundred. No, 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 no. Plus one twenty. Put up a hundred to win one twenty. Chiefs minus uh, three and a half. You said that the chief. I thought you said the Chiefs were minus one and a half. Correct. And those for Chiefs that's, minus one and a half. It's minus one one ten. Hmm. So Chiefs minus one and a half is minus one ten. Meaning you got to win a hundred. You got to put up one ten. Chiefs minus three and a half. So you're going two points more to the Chiefs. You get better odds of plus one twenty. That's just more than a field goal. This is a touchdown game. Like you've got to score touchdowns. So if you think the Chiefs are winning by more than a field goal, that's your bet right there. And you cannot. There is no in between minus one and a half and and uh, minus three and a but half. But minus three, it's three and a half. That, right. There is no option for minus three. That that's where Bavada obviously smart on them I, to do that. I don't have anything that is drawn to me. Uh, and again, I you, I would put up the money if I felt it, but I don't feel any of these bets. Now, if you're talking again about you know who's going to be a guest appearance on the halftime show, if it's going to be you know if Tupac's going to come out of the grave, maybe I put a little bit of dime on that. Yeah, great. To win five grand, put up a hundred to win five thousand. If Tupac and Biggie make an appearance, 
You never know. Okay, so I think the Chiefs are going to win. Who do you think wins? Again? I think the Chiefs are going to win too. I don't know by how much, though. I think that's. You are right. You got to score touchdowns to win this game. That's just how the Chiefs work. But these teams are really good teams. I mean, you got a twelve and four team against a thirteen and three team, a one seed versus a two seed, and the Chiefs haven't. Re- they haven't lost in what since the Titans. What is that? Week ten. Yep. They haven't lost since week ten. So that's the hot hand. The 49ers. The 49ers season, and if you think about it, it will be pretty incredible. The storyline of the 49ers season will be the one yard that they stopped the Seattle Seahawks from scoring that touchdown in week 17, the final play of the regular season in the NFL, because that gave them home field advantage and a bye. And the Seahawks, they couldn't survive going through the wild card divisional and championship game round because it was all on the road. That that is the storyline, and then the Patrick Mahomes thing, as you said. All right, A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Let's send you guys to the weekend with good news. Ain't that good news every Friday here on the show? So I've got some news, some good news about what A to Z Sports has done as it is the last day of January. So what's your good news uh, this week? We're presented and powered always by TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10 to save an extra $10 off your already savings just by going to TennesseeTickets.com. The uh, Preds are back in town tomorrow night. If you want free food, free drink via TennesseeTickets.com, next door to Bridgestone at the Hilton, they got you there. All you got to do, get your game tickets uh, for the Preds game on TennesseeTickets.com. They give you free food and free drink. No other ticket website is doing that for you. I'm just telling you that now. TennesseeTickets.com will give you perks uh, if you use them because that's what they'd like to do with their customers. They truly have a customer relationship with you. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Code AZ10. A A to Z Sports were powered by that. TennesseeTickets.com. Great, great, great sponsor here on A to Z Sports. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, My good news, if you remember back in December, uh, remember what you do in December. I said that A to Z Sports had a record month in December. It was the first 18 days of December. We hit 1 million hits on our website, a to zsportsnashville.com. That was December. We had about 1.4 million hits in December on a to zsportsnashville.com. I just refreshed our page as today is January 31st. For the month of January, we had 2.3 million views on a to z sportsnashville.com this month alone 2.3 million that's my good news because we've got a lot of guys putting out awesome content on our website so if you're not uh reading those you should be but based on the numbers a lot of you guys are so 2.3 million hits in one month that is insane we had 6 million zach last year it took us until mid-August to get to 2.3 last year. So what does that mean for 2020? It's going to be an awesome year for A to Z Sports. And obviously we'll uh, make sure to, to benefit you guys as much as possible for us growing and growing. Yeah, we do have some good news uh, throughout the course of this year. We, we've got some plans that will, I, I think that you guys will be excited for. We're obviously excited for them as things change and grow uh, with our business. And that's because of you. It's because of nobody else. Uh, Ain't that good news? What's your good news this week? Seth brings up longer days and closer to spring. You received a like for that because I hate when it is four or five o'clock and it's starting to get dark. Longer sunlight. I want days. That's what I. But that's what I want. It doesn't feel the same when I'm outside running around in the afternoon and it's still sunny. So Seth, way to go there. Abdul says good news. His daughter, uh, girl dad, right there. Uh, good news is that his daughter used the potty and flush for the first time this morning. That's big news. I wish you could go over and teach my nephew because he has ne- yet to do that. That's a problem. I, I, uh, my wife and I babysat a one-year-old uh, last night, uh, by the way. Uh, look, we're trying to incentivize the, my nephew with, I mean, we'll take you to a monster truck rally. I mean, you. there's no what's better. His, inst- what's he motivated by? Is he food motivated? We don't know. <laughs> he, he hasn't done it. No, he's motivated by monster trucks. The kid loves monster trucks. That's all he talks about. That's what he dreams about. That's what he did. But he's never been to a monster truck rally. He was like, look. If you poop. All, all you got to do is go to the potty, and you're going live in person. They live in Denver. We'll, we'll find a, a a rally, and you're going there. We'll try to set up a meeting with Gravedigger. He still won't even do it. 
So that, look, Abdul, uh, you will get a like because of that. That's the fifth like right there because I obviously that is tough to do. Chad says, good <laughs> news. January is finally over. Seems like it's been about three months long since Christmas. That is also true. Yeah. Tiffany says, starting clinicals at the psychiatric hospital tonight. So congratulations there. Sean says, his son's basketball team is playing in the state tournament tomorrow. That's that, That's a great thing. Ethan says, my good news is that we live in America where it's free to misspell someone's name or use the wrong name entirely, and then Dwayne, Austinville. And then Dwayne says, marijuana is legal three hours away in Illinois, LOL. And I say to that, that makes sense. That's a, And LOL, he added that little, little humor right there. Um, Damon says, I'm up 99.7 units gambling on basketball, hockey, tennis the last four days. Units. Go Niners. And... Got his Mandu workout coming up in an hour. Yeah. So, hey, way to support so, the so team. So, Damon is up units in gambling. I'm guessing he's down units uh, when terms of, like, body fat percentage uh, and visceral fat with uh, Mandu. So, that's props to Damon. All right. So, my good news is to end the week. We have officially started planning, and we do, do this every year. Uh, if you followed the show, one of my best friends from college passed away a couple of years ago. or It was a year and a half ago now. And... All of my college buddies have, we have decided, we have made a point where every year we are going to go on a trip. Last year we went to New Orleans and Jazz Fest and got into some shenanigans. We, we camped out in a trailer. It was fun, right? This year we are going to the beach and the trip is going to be on my birthday, which Uh is going to be even more fun. So more shenanigans. That was finalized this week so that is going to make me happy that's going to be in the month of june and as the and this is the other good news this is general good news look enjoy what we do every single day but the season is a grind what i am looking forward to is getting out of the season and starting to travel doing some more experiences and starting to manage some people to take some weight off of what all we do look the grind never stops money never sleeps just the grind changes but but looking forward to this off season, as they say, lots to talk about and a lot of people to see. Uh, uh, glad I think it says after being in a bowling slump for the past six weeks, finally bowl a two eighty, two forty five, and a two hundred three. We may have some bowling news here. Uh, uh, Maybe soon. just so I can beat you again. Yeah, beat you and Buck I, again I in bowling. I need redemption. I need redemption. I need to hone my game. Get a couple practice games under my belt. Go hit the lanes. I'm kingpin style. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just, Mookie says, just look out for curbs. <laughs> well, that was a bachelor party. Like, that, I know he's bachelor. talking about. He's talking about your beach trip. Oh yeah, that was at the beach. <laughs> that was at the beach. That was actually the last time I was at the beach. So bad memory. But you know what? It's healed 100. percent I'm back. just in time to. I'm back. Re-injure. Now, well, my now I got toe problems. I got turf toe. I've been dealing with turf toe That's, for some we time. We need to. We need to wait. We need. To, we will. We need to have a longer, in-depth discussion about your self-diagnosed turf toe at another industry time. Let's just say I'm wearing a toe sleeve right now. Toe sleeve. I mean, Zach I, is I wearing got, toe sleeve. Well, because look, I, I <laughs> like at all. Again, we need to table this toe sleeve talk. Monday, Monday or Tuesday, toe sleeve. Monday talk? or Tuesday, we will discuss Zach's toe sleeve and self-diagnosed uh, turf toe. Is talking about toe sleeves nasty or is it understandable because it's a it's, medical evaluation? It sounds hilarious that you have a toe sleeve. And look, yeah, I got news about. You need this some toe. KT tape on no, that toe. No, I'll I'll, I'll disclose what how I ordered this this toe sleeve and how it has improved my lifestyle. I saw it come through on the Amazon. I was like, what the hell is getting into this? Oh yeah. And it has, I got a lot to talk about this. So let's, let's table this. We'll table it till post Super Bowl next Monday or Tuesday. That will be our end of show topic. All right, guys, Uh, you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll be back. Uh, Buck will be live after the Super Bowl. And then we'll be back, of course, Monday morning to react to it. And I'll really get this offseason kicked off the right way. So enjoy the weekend, guys. We'll see you later. Thanks. Adios.